Yo, what up? I'm Sahil. Hey guys, I am Krishna, and uh, we belong to India, and uh, we are starting thinking to start a football podcast because let's be fair, that's the only thing we know, and it was high time we start doing something. So yeah. So yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan. I've been supporting Chelsea for eight years now. I first saw them play in 2010 when they ended up winning the league, and being the <coughs> glory under I am, I jump ship. The first match that I vividly remember seeing was the Merseyside derby actually back in 2012 I think so I think Stevie G scored a hat-trick that day and since that day I think I've been supporting Liverpool and through that I've seen players like Joe Allen, Fabio Borini, Mario Balotelli that's a, that's a, that's a Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, okay, just before we start the podcast, big up to the seven people listening to this. Uh, hi Swani, hi Ponyo. Hi Sapara. Yeah, that's basically all the people we know. So yeah. So yeah, just a little disclaimer. Just because you're new to it, we you know don't have much idea about the whole podcasting scene. But yeah, if you you know have any suggestions or any recommendations, go ahead and feel free to you know drop in any messages. Uh, now before beginning the podcast, uh, here's a word from our sponsors. Tata Tiago, it's fantastic. And. Squire. No, from great odds, I think I'm not too possible one. But safely. And? Netflix. Resuming our ordinary program show, we've got a correspondent at Merseyside. He was there at the Liverpool game. Adriana. Hello. Hi guys, it's Adriana. And I wasn't to the Liverpool game. And I'm back in my against Barcelona. It was so good. I mean, I could not believe what was happening in my eyes. And it was an absolutely magical performance and the Barcelona guys were absolutely shitting themselves and the Fabian Sackle and Suarez at the start of the game really set the tone for us and it was so good. Fuck it gets in mate. So yeah, we'll begin by reviewing the last season first uh, where City ended up winning the title and Liverpool uh, left anti-handed but yeah, obviously they won the Champions League to make up for it. But like yeah, so both teams actually and I think deserve to win the Premier League title. But City were just a little better, and it was a title of fine margins actually. The Liverpool City game at the Etihad was like what, so so close. Liverpool were to score a goal, and it might be have been a totally different story. But thankfully, Liverpool won the Champions League later on too. So the season was not a disaster, and it was important for even Jurgen to lift up his first silverware for the club. Yeah. So, <clears throat> from the point of view of a Chelsea fan. Last season was a bit confusing uh, because uh, there was this whole implementation of the Sari ball idea, and then, and the, at the time it started working, we came to know that he won't be any longer at the club. So overall, yeah, there was progress, but then it wasn't long-term progress, and now obviously Frank's Frank Lampard's back at the helm, which is a very a very different time for a Chelsea fan. Obviously, we are happy for him because he is one of the best players ever to play for the club, but yeah, it's still a very different experience. From a Liverpool point of view, actually, I think it's a very exciting time to be a Liverpool fan. Like, we've got a squad which is able to go head to head with any team in the world and probably beat every one of them. So, and I think we've come a long way since since Brendan Rodgers and that six one defeat to Stoke uh, in Stevie G's last game for the club. And I think the team Jurgen has created right now is is actually amazing, and the work he has done with the club. We really are lucky to have him as a manager. So yeah, exciting times to be a Liverpool fan, and uh, we won two trophies in the past three months. So I think the way things are going, it looks like uh, there'll be a bit more 
in the time to come yeah from a chelsea point of view it's been you know a very different kind of time because uh, we are used to spending big bucks on big big time players but now it's because of the transfer ban uh, we weren't allowed to do, do that even the city you know actually did the same thing but they were so hey mate but uh, do you think the chelsea board will give frank enough time to really build his style of play and uh, instill his ideology into the club because you know uh, right now in this present environment clubs are very hungry for success and they are not a lot of clubs are looking for the long term options they want success short term so with the transfer ban is obviously difficult for frank to get in the best players but so do you think the chelsea board even if it does like for example does not qualify for the champions league or does not win anything fa cup league cup they will still go with him in the next season you know first of all personally speaking i, I think uh, like i think yeah chelsea board has to give him time because you know being one of the club legends gives him this, this leverage mm-hmm. uh, which other managers haven't had right up until now yeah and moreover this transfer ban is couldn't have come at a better time for frank lampard because now you know he can depend on the youth players mm-hmm. and which haven't been given any chances up until now but then it, this is the time for the youth now and they have to you know p- perform obviously on, on the pitch but no actually honestly speaking i think i have watched chelsea closely this season only once when we played you in the super cup and i think you've got really couple of great youngsters in Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham and uh, I've heard a lot about from you about Reese James coming in at the right back position possibly replacing SP so so you you got trust in them that they can that this squad is capable of making the top 4 this time around uh, obviously I want them to make the top 4 but I I don't know if if it if it would be, if it would be reasonable enough you know to aim it, obviously being a club like Chelsea you have to aim for the top 4 and why not the title but then you'll have you have to be realistic at the same time right mm-hmm. so top four is obviously a difficult thing to achieve but it's not an impossible thing in my opinion yeah but the thing is that i think that even if you guys don't achieve the top four i think you guys should really go with frank because it takes time it takes time to totally change the system you have been applying for like what 10 years now uh, after the roman abramovich take over and uh, this is a totally different period for chelsea be it because of any reason transfer ban or whatever but i think if you really trust him i think he's got the club playing in a good way and uh, obviously first season is always difficult it's transition the club is in a transition and it will take time but yeah i think you've got a couple of very good youngsters and uh, few additions maybe next time around in the transfer window and i think you're good to go yeah because uh, yeah <clears throat> it's it's been a transition because up until now we have been used to you know this defensive style of football up until uh, sari mm-hmm. but then sari's attacking football wasn't what we expected it to be but then yeah frank has shown a very different style of football which which is i think the modern modern thing i think mm. like what people actually want to see but yeah obviously the results matter uh, matter too because jose mourinho didn't have the most you know the breathtaking style of play yeah yeah, yeah. but 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 he still you know won us cups and leagues yeah. so like we couldn't complain yeah no i think that's that's the whole point right now because last time i was checking that jose mourinho over 25 major honors in different countries that that's a hell lot of trophies but I'm not sure that top class players really want to play his style anymore. I think that's why I think from the past uh, two clubs, the United uh, and Chelsea, I think after a season or two there has been rumors about a dressing room uh, backlash uh, about his playing style and about his methods. So I I think that as as great a manager as Jose Mourinho is, I think his tactics are not that appealing to modern day players right now. you know i actually don't have much to say about it because 
he did what he did and like he's obviously in the past now but then we can't forget him because uh, he we might not be the level we are at today be, uh, if it weren't for him yeah there's absolutely no doubting the fact that uh, jose mourinho is a legend but uh, the point i'm trying to put on is like in the modern day football i think modern day players they know they are going to get the line let only if the team play a very attacking brand of football like if you score 100 goals in a season like city like liverpool like psg you are going to be in the limelight and probably if you just keep 20 clean sheets in a season you will not be in the same limelight yeah. so i think that's that's the i think that's the even though those 20 clean sheets might end up in good results but then yeah who cares yeah. people would always like to see a 3-1 more than a 1-0 yeah, yeah that's that's the whole yeah, point of the game. yeah Yeah, and you just made a point about um, it's obviously difficult for Frank to come in for, uh, in his first season and you know try to level up the game at Chelsea. So just speaking about first seasons, like we had Antonio Conte, right? Like it, ha- it obviously when it was going through, we were all happy that like, we were getting the results and we we ended up winning the league. But then now in hindsight, it seems like like a massive achievement. Don't you think so? Yeah, no, of course, man. I mean, but you have to understand that we can't really compare Conte with uh, Lampard. Like Frank is, he's just managed one season that doing yeah. the championship, and Conte was a seasoned campaigner. Yeah, yeah. He he managed you. So yeah, experience just, matters a lot. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. It shows on the pitch. Yeah. Like, uh, when the time Conte came to your club, he was already a very very established manager. So and Frank does not have that. So I think yeah, it's not fair for us to expect a lot of Frank. Uh, this season, but I think uh, yeah, slowly and gradually, I think he'll he'll give the results. Uh, speaking about this season, so the first game, uh, both teams have played four four games, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's the international break, uh, hence we're making this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, first game was uh, away at Manu, and we ended up losing four nil. Honestly speaking, I I like Chelsea playing the way they did, and obviously the result didn't go our way, but I was happy with the performance because uh, because chances were cre- created. The only thing that that didn't work for us was our defensive backline, which still isn't working. But then that has to you know it develop with experience, yeah. yeah. Because uh, Tammy, uh, sorry, I mean Zuma and Tamori are not are really young guys, and um, Zuma has hasn't been at Chelsea's level for for some time now. No, I think the United game. I I think it was a one-off because two days later on, they you played the you played Liverpool, the European champions, and there was no signs of any. Fatigue. Yeah, fatigue, and uh, it did, it did end up coming after the yeah. you know after the ninety minutes. But yeah, that was that. That's no. I actually thought that Chelsea really ran Liverpool to the ground. Yeah. That day, I mean, Conte was all the all times you wanted. That that man, that man was amazing that day. Yeah, he was he was sensational. He ran the midfield ragged. Yeah, yeah. That day, and uh, you really couldn't tell like who was playing. I mean, you can't differentiate between this Chelsea and the Conte Chelsea. Yeah. That day was a really. I think it was a marker. Even though you didn't win it, but yeah, like sometimes you throw the trophies are not that important. It's yeah. the process. Yeah, and uh, like when we lost the Europa League final and the Champions League final last year, especially it hurt like hell. But but you know that through the games, you know that the process is more important. Yeah, we know Klopp was doing something right since the time he walked into the door, and we were not getting the results. We were losing to all kinds of teams, drawing, losing points. But you know the process was in place. It takes time, and now you can see the progress Liverpool have made. Yeah, uh, going back to that game again. <clears throat> uh, as a Chelsea fan, we obviously liked the way the game was being played out because I, I really didn't see Chelsea, you know, dominating the way they did. 
hmm. against a team of uh, Liverpool's yeah, yeah, caliber. Yeah, you told me that uh, you just uh, you just wanted to know what the score line would be because you were not that optimistic about Chelsea's chances. Yeah, yeah, but but then, but then I was quite surprised, and you know I thought that was a marker for like how we will be playing for the you know the coming season, but that hasn't you know translated into actual play. Obviously, against um, the first home game, uh, uh, Frank had at uh, Stamford Bridge. We uh, we were we were really good against Leicester for the first twenty minutes, but then we couldn't maintain the pace mm. because it, uh, obviously players were fatigued. Had players had fatigue, yeah. Yeah, no, I think the one advantage with young players that they do not carry the burden of past history and uh, expectations. So I think that also gives them a free hand. And like uh, Frank, to me, seems like a guy who gives free hand to the players, like. Yeah, that's a good themselves. point. I, I I never thought about it this way. Like yeah, hmm. uh, next game was uh, the third game was Norwich, which uh, Frank Lampard ended up winning. Uh, goals from Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount. Mason Mount, yeah. So Mason Mount back on the score sheet. So really happy for him. But then I think the Norwich game. Uh, first of all, I think Norwich play a very fantastic brand of football. Yeah. For the Premier League, but I think Norwich are like uh, Wigan from a few years back. <laughs> Great going forward, but defensively they are a shambles. And uh, if they don't really correct that, I think they. They've got a great uh, fullback in one of. Uh, they've got a great English fullback, right? Yeah, I think uh, Ed Arons and I think one more guy. Yeah, and I don't remember the name, but yeah, got quite like a team. Quite a lot of Also very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah Pookie is very, very good. Yeah. But, he was uh, last year's top scorer, right? In the yeah, championship. I think in the championship. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, I think that game also it focused on Chelsea's defensive frailties. Like uh, you can see it, a lot of sloppy goals. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, Tammy uh, was there, and uh, and I feel good for him because after the uh, abuse he got after the Liverpool, yeah. which was totally unnecessary and totally crap. Yeah. I think he deserved uh, to to score those goals, and I think he's a very promising young lad. Yeah. He has to, you know, he he played really well for Aston Villa last season, and. Now he's finally got his chances, Chelsea to shine. Like he has to take his chances, like uh, sooner rather than later. And he yeah. up up until now he's you know fulfilling his his yeah, I think potential. He's, he's up the pecking order, and I think he's ahead of uh, Batshuayi. Yeah, I don't know where Batshuayi is. Either. As of now, yeah, the guy <laughs> always seems to score you. other than Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every other club he goes to, he scores. Yeah, I know what's up with that. Yeah, so but yeah, and then finally we were. Up against Sheffield United, right? Hmm. The, uh, I think we were very comfortable in the first half, and then uh, we were uh, we were winning two 0 because of the defensive mistakes from the from the from the key, one from the keeper and one from the defense itself. Hmm. And then in the second half, we just stopped playing for for some reason. And then yeah, uh, Sheffield United came back. They scored the two goals, one uh, in the dying moments of the game, uh, leaving us leaving us with no time to you know make a ha, you know score a winning goal. So yeah, a bit guarded about that. Like those, I think those three points were you know achievable. But then that's that what happened in the Premier League. You can't you know sit on your laurels for any moment. Yeah, you you don't get the chances. In the yeah. We want Reese. Not talking about Liverpool season so far. So what do you have to say for this? So yeah, I mean the last season the, when we lost the league, it was hard because amassing ninety-seven points and. Losing one game throughout the season, still yeah. not winning, that you just feel that like it's not in the stars. Yeah, I was literally heartbroken when Vincent Company 
slam that goal yeah, what I, I are was, the odds yeah. I was there with you I, I was there with you oh, Monday night yeah. against Leicester what are the odds that that guy steps up and puts in a rocket to the yeah. top corner and I was devastated yeah. even the interview with the you know after the after the game was like uh, Aguero saying no Vinny don't, don't shoot yeah, don't, don't shoot. shoot don't shoot exactly even the players didn't thinking, believe in him I was saying shoot <laughs> I was so convinced that's gonna go into top two <laughs> that flew in and I was like oh my god not again and I, and I remember he, uh, him going like okay they deserve the title if this goes in I mean they deserve the title it's not written in for Liverpool yeah, I mean, actually we couldn't have done any more yeah I don't think we would have yeah. I, mean, I think we were absolutely brilliant yeah. throughout the whole season but yeah that was disappointing obviously yeah. but next day uh, I woke up and I got the news that uh, even uh, Salah was out for the night game against Barcelona so yeah. I, for the first time in actually 6 years I had no hopes from the game first time I even told my brother who is also a Liverpool fan that uh, I'll be glad if he just went today big up Saurabh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, so like I was glad I was I will be glad if we just win like two one I'll be glad and he said that don't worry something's gonna happen tonight and I was like yeah of course why not we have not no Salah no Firmino the front two are missing so yeah of course good luck if you believe that and then then the game came and uh, I actually don't know what what stuck Barcelona that night I think it was all about uh, the people the so called power of Anfield was really on show that day and uh, it was it was. I can't put it to words what I was feeling that day, I mean. And uh, I spoke to a Liverpool fan and this is what his reaction was. Yeah, of course, I mean, what was that? I could not imagine, I mean, robots of Firmino, no robots of Firmino, no Salah, and we just go out there and we smash the, the goats in Messi all over the park and this Robertson was packing him like a neighborhood child. He was running here and there and just Firmino crashed into Suarez and Suarez was just rolling around like a donkey or something and and Robo had to go off at half time in came Genie when all them Genie when all them passed two passed the stage and the stage and looked like a kid there and then our kid Trent he took a corner quickly and Origi the big cock Origi scored <laughs> at the cop hand and we just I don't know what hit them I could not believe my eyes what I was seeing in front of that and it was amazing mate it was amazing gets in that was Adrian so yeah, I mean, it was amazing and uh, and obviously then the final, I remember I was in, uh, I was out with my friend for a vacation just a day before uh, the final and uh, I came back and actually that day was really weird because I did not feel that it was a Champions League final. Maybe it was because a year back we were already playing in one, so it hadn't hit me until the match started and Salah scored and then uh, it was a weird game, I think we were not playing well because of different reasons I think there had been a 10 to 15 days gap and the weather was so hot and humid in Madrid and honestly speaking like uh, fi- cup finals are always like one-off games you can't you know they are scratchy th- yeah, yeah you can't play l- like the way you played until you know up until the cup final because it's obviously a one-off game hmm. you remember winning uh, Wigan winning against uh, Man City Manchester at Wembley yeah. and then uh, them being relegated and then them being the cha- uh, Europa yeah, League next <laughs> It's yeah. just about getting the results in the finals. I mean, you're not yeah, going to play yeah. flashy football yeah. and win three. Because everybody's, yeah, everybody's, you know, on 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 the tightrope. Because one mistake and if you can concede, uh, concede a goal, you'll yeah. obviously be remembered by the fans. And yeah. forget the fans for a moment. You'll always remember yourself as a footballer, right? Right, exactly. Like even the most attacking teams go defensive in finals. Yeah, they don't want to concede. Yeah, the start nobody wants to make a mistake. Leave the defense wide yeah. open. But yeah, I mean, we won the cup and. Uh, I remember not sleeping that night or the nights to come and watching every content on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, whatever I could find. And I was just, 
I was just so satisfied. I was crying. I w- I just wanted. This was actually the first time he had seen Liverpool lift a trophy. Yeah, exactly. and he couldn't see Jera lift a trophy, but he had seen exactly. <laughs> Jordan fucking well, this. I hope he does. As a manager, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting too far ahead of myself, but yeah. yeah, that day was the most special day in my life. Actually, till now, I would say because that was that was special. The celebration post that wow. I mean, I still get goosebumps talking about it. Yeah, and you know, actually, you know. losing the final and then coming back and winning again that you know shows something yeah that shows the mentality that yeah. jurgen klopp called us uh, mentality monsters and uh, by that i think he he calls a lot of guys out of things jurgen is a mad yeah, lad yeah yeah <laughs> he's something else yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah what do you think about liverpool's you know performance up until now yeah actually i mean couldn't have asked for any better i guess uh, we've played five matches in total four in the league and one super cup and uh, one trophy already in the belt with only one month of the season i think couldn't have been a better start and first match against norwich at home i think uh, it was never really in doubt was it i mean uh, the only sad part was the alisson injury uh, in the first half apart from the out for uh, i think he started his rehab the light rehab and he should be back by next month early next month so probably 20th october we play united yeah so should he be should, back for that he should be in the okay. lineup for that if not before that So yeah, yeah. United are are in the thread anymore. <laughs> yeah, but no, still Derby. Yeah, Derby really yeah. don't. Yeah, form doesn't know. matter actually. So yeah, first night Friday night football Anfield to kick off the Premier League season, and uh, I think we started off the blocks, and uh, obviously, actually for me uh, the most important thing I've always considered when I've been watching Liverpool games is how important our full backs are. Like everyone talks about the mid uh, front three, but Robertson and Trent, I yeah. don't think we have a better partnership. in yeah. the world right now yeah, they attack comes, defenders you know yeah. opens up space for other attackers yeah i mean the runs they make the crosses i mean yeah. they really start the attack so great start unfortunately just couldn't keep a clean sheet that was a bummer and uh, obviously the second match we against chelsea that was the problem for both the teams was that it, it went into extra time yeah nobody wanted yeah no nobody wanted to yeah. go to extra time and it was in a hot weather yeah so players were so tired after that so we would be one a trophy so always a good thing There actually talks going about you know making super super cup a ninety minute match because you know it being a pre season game doesn't make sense you know going into ninety uh, minutes basically like the community shield yeah yeah ninety minutes and now result penalties yeah that yeah. that should be it yeah I mean there's no point playing another thirty minutes for yeah. a, for just a one off match so yeah that's a very good uh, suggestion but I don't know because UEFA I don't really trust them to make the right decisions anymore. Yeah. After they held the <laughs> Europa League final in Baku. <laughs> yeah. That was a disaster. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah, so not no. just you, you have a, you know as a presidential body, but FIFA also, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, they are. I mean, I mean they're they're holding the World Cup in Qatar. <laughs> let's let's actually not talk about them because yeah, that that's, that's a different episode, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. we'll come to that in another <laughs> podcast maybe. Yeah. So yeah, we won the Super Cup. If we don't cease to exist, exist by then. <laughs> <laughs> So no, yeah, we won the Super Cup, and uh, obviously more content on Twitter, more Jurgen Klopp content on. I crave for Jurgen Klopp content. Actually, I tell you. <laughs> so after that, Southampton away, a very tricky game. Yeah. Southampton are a good, uh, especially under Ralph uh, Hasanatul, they play a very good brand of football, and it was very tight. We were sloppy because we were tired, honestly. Yeah. Obviously, because Sadio Mane just produced the magic of moment on the break yeah. of half time, and it's the best time to score actually. So we went into half time with the lead, and then Firmino scored, and then. Of course, Liverpool being Liverpool, they didn't have to make it easy, right? <laughs> so Adrian. I don't think you can blame that on Liverpool, man, because that was literally just one guy making. Yeah, I mean, mistake. no, I mean, 
the i'm just talking about liverpool as a club like Adrian, who won the Super Cup three days back, <laughs> comes in and make that mistake. I mean, yeah, uh, I think yeah, it, it's it's something which you guys are known for. I guess blessed with. Yeah, I guess, yeah, <laughs> we are, we are proper entertainment material. Yeah, actually, so yeah, no, thankfully, and then dining so because you just missed that sitter. Yeah, you, you, uh, honestly, Southampton did. Southampton did create you know good opportunities. They could yeah, have scored and did, even yeah. got the lead. But no, actually, uh, since uh, Virgil has come in, I think we have become more reassured now. And uh, so yeah. even after we considered the goal, I was not so nervous. Like earlier on, before him, even if we were three nil ahead, I was be shooting myself. Like, oh my <laughs> God, when this is gonna end? <laughs> and uh, that time it was it was good. So we won that, and after that, Arsenal obviously. Yeah, the game where Virgil Van Dijk was tripled past after a an year and a half. Come on, guys. He was actually. Good. Yeah, I mean Nicolas Pepe went past oh. him, but then he caught up with him. Yeah. Which no one talks about. So, yeah. we hammered Arsenal uh, like that. That's a regulation victory. Yeah. And the big Joel Matip, the giraffe scored, and uh, Salah scored a great goal. Uh, made mockery of David David Luiz. David yeah. Luiz being David Luiz obviously had to some make something. It, it you know, uh, speaking as a Chelsea fan. he obviously is you know has been a big player for us because he was the last guy from the champions league winning squad from 2012 mm. he wanted we wanted that to you know lead the line the upcoming line but then he decided to go then obviously he had to no, actually i heard one of the panelists of the show say that tavik uh, luis is a very very good footballer yeah. but he's not a defender yeah he's not a defender yeah. he's a very good footballer yeah. but he's not a defender when uh, jose mourinho in second st- stint he didn't install david luis as a center back yeah he used him as a cdm because he's really good on the ball yes yeah, cdm is good he's good with the ball is good from playing at the back yeah and he can you know uh, deliver balls in as well yeah but no long balls yeah he made really silly mistake that that tuck on salah I mean, yeah. what was he thinking yeah. if even if the referee doesn't see that you're but yeah, yeah, yeah that is a penalty yeah any day of the week you yeah. pull someone shot in the box it's a penalty yeah. and second one he said sold himself on the half line and salah <laughs> he finished emphatically yeah. and uh, the last game then against burnley was acting very very impressive because uh, van dijk won 10 out of 12 uh, aerial battles and burnley you know is a very very physical team yeah. i mean where are you getting your stats from very good i got it from opta sports <laughs> i am big about the sports speaking as the center back partnership matte band van dijk they went 10 out of the 12 aerial duels uh-huh. against ashley barnes and wood who were very good in the air so i think for the first time in these games what happened uh, used to happen was liverpool got bullied in the past but this time actually we bullied burnley yeah and uh, of course uh, that because, yeah you were always good against the big teams it was these small lesser teams yeah. so called lesser teams which you you know ended up losing points against to go yeah tough more uh, and shonda you know knows how to you yeah, know i mean defensively defensively yeah the pulley physical team yeah so but we got the first goal and that was a fortunate goal from trent and uh, then obviously a mistake from uh, that you know trent didn't claim that goal right no no that it was, was uh, took a deflection from chris wood did actually though it was ordered an own goal yeah because uh, i i i remember seeing this post match conference um, uh, with post match interview also hmm. uh, of uh, young club he was like uh, he was he was very disappointed yeah, that trent like, the how goal. did you, you know, not yeah. give the goal to him No, no, Trent did not mean that. I'm sure because he was trying to put in a cross or whatever. Yeah. So, but did it actually, you know, got a deflection? Yeah, it did. It did oh, get yeah. a deflection. So, yeah. So then, yeah, of course, Mane scored, and uh, and then Firmino finished it up and comfortable victory. I wouldn't have said that a few years back, but three points at Burnley, and uh, yeah, four out of four going into the international break with a trophy, great start. So yeah, here's a good match. You know, European qualifiers uh, th- yeah. today. We got uh, Germany against Netherlands, so yeah. that's a very tasty affair. I mean, yeah. Germany are. 
getting back now yeah netherlands are a very promising squad this time around i think delight and uh, van dijk depay depay a lot of good players so that's that's, a, that's one to look out for yeah and then england obviously playing against bulgaria at yeah. the wembley yeah. yeah that's tomorrow england there's a very weird side i mean qualifies and all they don't really have a problem is the main competition the main tournament that they yeah. seem to just under the pressure you know speaking from the results maybe time to change and football might actually come home <laughs> no i mean they got a good squad yeah but yeah when england with me the always thought has been if they didn't win anything with that squad yeah. back in the yeah. days to the bad gerard schools but maybe that was a problem everyone was a big name player yeah maybe too much quality falls abroad not playing as a team or something but yeah now they have got a good team good talent good young talent. manager yeah manager so and yeah and the upcoming talent is really good as well yeah the england under 23 yeah. won the i think world cup yeah and yeah so they have they have good talent so let's see okay guys that's all from our side and if you made up and up until here uh, we really thankful for that so no yeah that was a first podcast and i'm sure we made a uh, few errors yeah, maybe and, more yeah yeah we just started so we love your views and how to improve them going forward and uh, yeah any suggestions we'll welcome that enjoy your weekend yeah thanks for listening guys